Good morning. Welcome to the Energy Works Radio Show. This is episode 52, Accepting Lessons. So, it's kind of a hard thing, isn't it, in life, that there are many difficult things that we have to deal with. Some of these difficult things come through our families, some come through our body, some come through our work situation, some come through our health, some come through um, our next-door neighbours or our extended relatives. But each of us have these uh, life lessons that are sometimes a little bit hard to swallow. So I wanted to work today on helping us to be able to see the lesson and to be able to um, work out easier ways for us to swallow our life lessons and to learn and accept and to grow from from these difficult things. There was a technique that I was told about in which you can, um, when you have a difficult situation, you can ask your mind or your body to take you back to uh, the original event. And so it's almost like you're imagining yourself in an airplane and you're in the airplane flying above your own life as if it were a line along the ground. And you're high above this line so that you don't have to feel the pain but you can see the lessons. And you're, you, you fly your plane back to that particular event and you can see what happens when this event comes to your mind and you can see that you can see that it was a difficult thing, but you can clearly see because you're not involved in having to feel the pain what you needed to understand. And then you can come back in your plane back to the present time with the lesson, not having to have the pain anymore. And so often if we can understand these things, we can see, you know, what's, what we needed to understand from that particular situation. And uh, many conclusions that happened or many conclusions that we drew from what happened when we were, were young people are wrong. And, uh, you know, I've given the example too of before, you know, there's a young, young little boy and he says to his dad, you know, dad, I don't want you to go to work. I want you to stay here and play with me. And the dad says, oh, sorry, son, you know, I've got to go to work. And so the wrong conclusion is, oh, daddy's work is more important than me. But of course, as an adult, we can understand that no, his daddy loves him and he has to go to work to help feed the child and to clothe him and have somewhere to live. But the wrong conclusion can be drawn through these experiences. And so we live our whole life on these wrong conclusions. So uh, then there is, I think, the same lesson then becomes presented in a different way to us continually about you know our own self-worth. And about, you know, situations in which we feel are other, other things are more important than us or our family or, you know, our work or, or whatever situation that we're in. And I think until we understand a better system of priorities, we keep getting the same lesson. And I know I've had a lesson like that myself. Um, you know, I had all these children and I used to work. I didn't start working. I worked a little when I was first married and uh, worked a year I think full-time and then was pregnant and worked for another lady um, and when I you know fell pregnant I, I worked till I was six months pregnant and then I you know had some time off and then I used to work one day a week and that one day was lovely and my husband would mind my son and uh, it would give me an opportunity to speak to adults you know to use my brain and when I would come home he'd say to me 
oh, how do you ever get anything done? And it was really powerful because then I could understand that, you know, it wasn't just me that felt like that. He could understand that too. And then I had um, the next child, so I stopped working officially for anybody and I would just treat some people at home. And so I had quite a number of children. I had five children in seven years. And so then, you know, I was at home and I would only ever treat people from home. So uh, it, it made it a little bit tricky because sometimes, you know, the house would be a mess and, you know, you would tidy it up for the people to have the treatment, but it would soon become a mess again. And my husband would come home and say, you know, what did you do all day? It's a big mess here. And I would take it on as if, you know, I hadn't done the right thing. And so then I would start to feel that, you know, doing the treatments was more important than me or my family or keeping the house tidy was more important than me or my family, which were wrong conclusions. And so I lived this paradigm for a long time and I missed many of my kids' uh, school activities and Mother's Day things at school, you know, because of my uh, wrong paradigm. And so it taking me the you know I had you know those first kids and then I had a seven-year gap and had another child and then a couple of years later another one and so I've done better with these last two children because my shift has been better but I still struggle sometimes to put things in the right priority so these lessons are uh, you know difficult for me to to well maybe I'm a slow learner it's taken me a while to understand these lessons and to learn them so and I think, you know, the divine providence is that you can learn any of these things. You know, it doesn't matter if you don't learn it the first time. If you, you know, as long as you eventually learn it and get there, that's all that counts. And I think we tend to be hard on ourselves if we haven't learnt the lessons quickly and efficiently, uh, you know, and we kick ourselves. And I'll give you another funny example too. As a young teenager, I was probably a fairly aggressive driver. And, um, you know, didn't want to let many people in, could dive in and out of the traffic, even though I had this big tank of a, a car, big Valiant station wagon. Uh, and so I, you know, yeah, I was quite aggressive. And so over time I've learned to be, you know, a little bit kinder and let people in and, you know, not be so aggressive. But every so often I'll flip. And I'll not let someone in. And then later I'll think, oh, you failed that lesson again. So it's like learning to understand that, you know, yes, timing is important. But in terms of energy and our life lessons, time is immaterial. It's, you know, it's about us being here and learning the things as we can learn them and in the time that works best for us. So, you know, these are two examples I've given of my failing to learn lessons. But I am learning them. It's just probably a bit slower than I would like. And so I think each of us have these things that we know that we struggle with. And, you know, sometimes we need to sort of sit and look at these things and see, oh, yeah, you know, what do I need to learn and what do I need to understand? And, uh, you know, I think sometimes um, we need to either work on ourselves or get someone else to help us work with the things that we're stuck on to clear the energy behind it. Because sometimes the things that we're stuck on are not just ours, they can be family problems. Um, so, for example, another family lesson that we have a problem with is um, being on time. And, and I'm woeful and I've done a lot of work on it. I'm better than I was, but I still have times that I struggle to be on time and to do the right thing. So I know with this that it's about 
priorities and what's going on in my head instead of just saying, you know, the most important thing is to leave at this time and to get there. Whereas, you know, what may come into my head is that, oh, you haven't cleaned up. How will that, and how will you feel if someone sees the messy house? And then I'll do that last bit of cleaning before. But that last bit of cleaning will make the difference between being on time and being late. So it's like the priority is wrong. I'm thinking about what other people will think if they see the mess rather than what's the most important thing at that particular time. And I think, you know, that comes down to not just time, but it comes down to, you know, always being able to organise our priorities. So I thought we could clear some um, energy around this. And I also had another request from someone that um, they have a little puppy and the puppy, I think, had an accident and was dropped accidentally and one of its um, legs was broken. And now there's some problem with the healing of the leg as it needs an operation. And if the operation is unsuccessful, uh, the puppy's leg may need to be amputated. So I think, too, that our pets serve and come willingly to help us learn our life lessons. And sometimes they pay the price for our mistakes. And so, you know, we need to lovingly accept what the offering that the pet gives to the family of life, valuable life lessons. And so we don't want to waste that life lesson and we want to be able to learn from it. Uh, one of my sons also had a dog that um, was quite difficult and um, he taught us, a whole family, I think, many life lessons. And, um, you know, he died before his time, I think but having taught us all a great many lessons. And so we are grateful to that dog for what he taught us and the life lessons that he gave us and, and the son that you know, owned him and the families that have had to deal with this particular dog. So I'm going to include this particular pet in the clearing today too. And, of course, it, with all the clearings that we do, um, it's really good if you, um, you know, either text me or email or, you know, PM in the... Facebook, PM me personally or post in the Facebook group so that we have these inclusions to help, um, you know, to help know how we, we clear the energy. All right, so, so let's just start with the basics. We accept our life lessons and it doesn't hold yet. This is a generational problem, dad's side, dad's dad. It's also a timeline issue. Page 17, 42, and the first chakra is involved here. So our base and knowing how we fit in and where we belong and what the rules are in the family and where our, what our place is in the family. Oh, so my bones are strong. So our bones are to do with our first chakra too and our legs. Now let's put in there my family and tribe support me in my growth. And that still goes back to dad's dad and goes past dad's dad to his dad. Um, there's a feeling of depression that comes in here. And also a feeling of nervousness. Now let's put in there, it's okay if I make mistakes. Because of course our mistakes are our, our stepping stones to achieve higher results, isn't it? And to achieve what we're supposed to achieve. Mistakes are sometimes actually necessary because it's an even more powerful lesson than just getting it right the first time. I love and accept myself even if I make mistakes. Now something age 11 here, 61. 
And there's a problem here too with boundaries versus openness. So it's like we talked before, I think, about having our a castle with a moat and a drawbridge and, you know, knowing when to put the drawbridge up or down. And so sometimes we, we make the mistake of, um, you know, putting the drawbridge down too much and we let in, you know, viruses and parasites and parasitic people and bacteria and other things like that. But sometimes we have a problem that we're not open enough and we never put our drawbridge down to let anyone in. So then it's hard to have close friends or relationships. So this is a generational problem as well. On Dad's mum's side, and this feeling of emotional repression. And often we don't want to feel our feelings because they're ugly and they're awful, but they're actually leading us and warning us and, and leading us in the right direction. But we we get scared of the yucky feelings and we don't want to know, you know, kind of what's going on. So, and fear also comes up here too. And often there's a fear of, you know, fear of making a mistake, but fear of other people judging us, fear of... Um, you know, making the family look bad or ourselves look bad. And this yearning, yearning for perfection. And, you know, maybe not showing our talents until we're perfect. So let's put in, it's okay for me to grow my talents. Okay for me to learn through my talents. Okay, so we accept our life lessons. That's nice and strong now. My bones are strong. Let's put in there, our home is a safe haven. We are able to repair, recover and shine. All the members of our family are supported, even the furry ones, or the scaly ones or whatever other pets we have. We each have our place and we each respect ourselves and each other. Okay. Understand each other's life's mission. I think sometimes in the family too that we... We want everyone to be the same and we want everyone to be on the same page and to, you know, do things the way we see it. But I think even the, the rebels in the family are there for a reason and they are are there to um, supply lessons and to, you know, provide something to pull against because we only grow, uh, you know, when we have pressure on us. If you think about when the men go on the moon and there's no gravity, they lose a lot of their bone density. So we have, we actually need gravity to have strong bones. Um, there's also another story I heard of a, a man who wanted to buy this particular, you know, four-wheel drive vehicle and, you know, his wife was trying to talk him out of it. But eventually he did buy it and he wanted to go up into the mountains to chop some firewood for their winter season. And so he he got bogged and he couldn't get the truck in or out. So he decided, oh, well, I'm bogged. I'll go and cut some wood anyway and then try later again to see if I can get out of, you know, the situation that I'm in. So once he loaded up the truck full of wood, he was then able to drive out of the bog because he had a load. So sometimes if we're spinning around and spinning our wheels on a particular problem, it's because we don't have a load. And sometimes we need the load to help us to gain the traction that we have that we need to move forward with what we need to do. So even though we might grumble about the load that we're carrying and how much we have to do, if we didn't have that load, we wouldn't make the necessary action to move forward. 
So let's say we accept our load, we value our load, we make use of our load, we grow through our load. Right, so they're all strong now. All right, let's go into the second chakra now, which is about um, balancing money and power and uh, our relationships and our sexuality, our money. Okay, I acknowledge my own power and use it for my highest good and those around me. I think we forget how powerful we are. And if you think in your past about the things that you wanted to achieve and how you went about it and how you achieved it, that is a powerful thing. And I think we forget that we are able to accomplish many of the things that we want to. And sometimes if we're not accomplishing what we want, there is baggage in the way that's preventing us from getting there. So, you know, using calls like this can help shift our baggage. And if you need extra help, you know, you can contact me or contact us in the Facebook group because there are lots of energy workers in there that would love to help. All right, so we're going to talk a little bit about the aura here. And the aura has layers. And uh, mostly we talk about the seven layers of the aura and seven chakras. But there are actually a few more, so we're trying to learn a little bit more about it. So in this case, it's actually layer 12. And this is a generational problem on Dad's side. And there's a feeling of anger directed outwardly. And I guess it's the perception that other people are stopping us from achieving what we need to achieve. But what if we changed how we saw it and we saw that actually those people are part of the load to help us get the traction we need to accomplish what we have to. So I accept my family as the load. Or we could also put in there, I accept my business as the load. I accept my gifts as the load. I accept my friends as the load. And so on. And you can put in there whatever you want. I accept my pets as the load. I'm learning what I need to learn. Let's put add that in for my family's learning what it needs to learn too. Okay, I move forward with my load. Now Celtic Weave shows up now, which is like a reweaving of our energy continuously. This has also got a generational problem. Dad's side again. Dad's mum and her dad. And let's put in there, my energy field is whole. I am whole. My family is whole. My business is whole. We are enough. Okay. Now, we might just include an oil here. Immortel is a, a, an anti-aging blend and it can help, you know, not only just stop us aging, but it also can help with um, sort of making progress. It's actually called the oil of spiritual insight. So this particular oil is a wonderful aid for meditation as it quiets the mind, fosters inner stillness and encourages spiritual growth. While this oil is gentle, it's also very powerful. It assists in the release of negativity, darkness and limiting perceptions. It can mitigate spiritual blindness and other spiritual issues by offering profound light to individuals. So this can help with when we're discouraged. And in terms of the little puppy too that's got to have its leg repair, I think that would be a great um, oil to use. And if we can't use an oil on the, you know, the particular injury, we can use it on the opposite limb um, or even the diagonally opposite limb. So, for example, if you've got a sore right knee, you can put it on your left elbow. It would help. 
and frankincense would be helpful too uh, for the repair and the pain and the inflammation and also for that you know spiritual connectedness as well okay so that's um that's been an interesting um, call today and um, I hope we are able to accept you know the difficulties and the things that come up in our family as part of our lesson and the people and the members of our family are the right people to be there, even the annoying ones, because they help provide the balance within the family. We need the good and the bad, as we have within our own personalities too. And looking at the dark side, and no, looking, no longer looking at it with fear, but looking at it with, um, you know, what am I supposed to learn? And, you know, what what's the growth that's to come out of this? Because all these aspects of ourselves and our family that are hard to deal with are part of what we need to help us grow and learn. And so we need to embrace the dark side too, to to accept what is there and to, you know, look at it with new eyes and, you know, see it as part of the load and let the load help us to get the traction that we need to get moving. We often see the load as the problem and if I could only offload the, the load, I would be, you know, able to move freely and I'd get I move forward but actually it, the reverse is true so I wish you a great day um, with you you know as you go forward and um, please continue to share the the calls with um, people that you feel need it and will learn from it uh, again if you're not a Facebook person you can email me Tanya at a1health.com.au um, and I'm be more than happy to speak with you or have a chat or do a discovery session. And again, I'm happy to, for you to offer that discovery session to your friends or people that you know that you think would benefit from um, working with me in whatever ta shape or form that would take. And I thank you all for your support and um, wish you to have a great day.